0: TCL is a proud sponsor of the Score North Studios. TCL, America's
1: fastest-growing TV brand. It's the Score North Twin Show. All right, welcome back. Score North, AL Central Champs Twin Show. It's Derek Wetmore here with you, and a special guest is joining us today. Dan Hayes, who covers the Twins for The Athletic, is here. Dan, how are you? I'm good. Thank you for having me. It is nice to see you. Where have you been the whole time? Where have I been the whole time? Is that a uh, – because I'm standing in front of a white wall right now. Is yeah. that
0: the – You weren't in the beat Rider picture yesterday at the beach. Oh, that's true. That's I true. Didn't, I didn't see you there. <laughs> Were you sparing us all from like the the Derek Wetmore whiteness that like matches the beach?
1: The uh, reflective like... ray on the white <laughs> sand beach. Uh, yeah, this was my first uh, time missing the monkey duck run, I think. Yeah. So sorry I couldn't b- be there. Big group. It was. I saw I was on Twitter. You guys posted the photo. It was a good group. Did you um, cry at least when you saw the photo a little bit? I, I teared up. There was yeah. some welling going on. Okay. I wouldn't say it's like out and out. Cried. I feel like that that means like sobbing, you know? I yeah. Said, no. Uncontrolled was, sobs. Yeah, right.
0: <laughs> yes. No, that's probably good you didn't go there.
1: Speaking of Twitter, he's uh, on that platform, uh, at Dan Hayes MLB. You can follow him there and, of course... Uh, you can find his work at The Athletic. He covers the Twins for The Athletic, the local chapter, uh, Dan Hayes, Aaron Gleeman, John Krasinski, Mike Russo, I'll stop naming names. Uh, it's a who's who. So follow Dan there. And that's why I had you on today, not because I love your bubbly, shining personality, but because <laughs> you wrote a piece about Twins ace Jose Barrios. Um, fun read. What was the? There had to have been one point, Dan, in the reporting where you thought, oh, that's going in the story. Yeah. Does, what jumps to your mind when I ask that question? Uh, it could have been two stories
0: because the arbitration stuff at the end was really intriguing to me. But the fact when he said last year that it really opened his eyes when he started doing the deep tissue massage. So, I mean, Jose Brios has a 280 ERA on July 31st. Top of the world, two-time All-Star. All of a sudden, velocity drops. I think he averaged like 92.5 after a full mile-an-hour drop and like got down to 91.9. Hmm. and. You're just sitting there going, "Where did this guy go?" All of a sudden, two years in a row, same exact thing, and so they started working with him on his pre and post routine and doing the deep tissue massage, and he liked it. And he, basically, it is to unlock muscles and then work more efficiently and more effectively. Yeah, because he's, he, you know, he's a workout machine. Yeah, he is. And so, like, it's got to be alarming to a 25 year old guy to who works out as tirelessly as he does. Um, to have that velocity drop just the same way two years in a row, right? And he was able to get it back. I think his fastball averaged ninety four four in his last start. His average fastball at Yankee Stadium in Game One was ninety four five. His fastball was electric, and that was totally the opposite of what he'd been for like two months basically. And he said it opened his eyes a ton. And basic, that that changed his outlook this off season. You know we didn't see the uh, the beach workouts as prominent. Uh, we didn't even see any videos of that. We definitely didn't see the car. He got rid of the car. They pushed the way, up the beach it's like pushing a truck uphill yeah, in the yeah. sand. He's like, Me I'm too, gonna. By the way, yeah. I just didn't post it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so so the way he altered it, and the twins are excited about how he did. His own team, his agent is excited, and West Johnson was was really. Um, enthusiastic about what shape he is in right now.
1: Yeah. So you and I both cover the Twins from like an objective perspective. Um, when they are good, our business is easier. So I'm not going to try to like hide from that fact. But um, it seems like from being around this spring training, like the Twins are really buying into Jose Barrios. Would you put yourself in that camp too? That that there, I think there are two camps of people. Dan, you just tell me if if there are more that I'm missing. Whatever. Those that think, like, well, he's been kind of inconsistent, and the fades, he's he is what he is, which is a mid-rotation pitcher with some some good upside in, in some stretches. And then there's another camp of people, Dan, which I think the Twins are firmly in this camp, that, like, this dude's got the potential to go as high as he wants to. He He will, if he reaches his top percentile outcome, he will be the best pitcher on the twin staff this year. Um, which which side of that coin are you falling on?
0: Uh, unquestionably, there is more ceiling there. Um, he is, he's he got more room to go, and it's about unlocking it. And Two years ago, it was, well, his mechanics got out of whack in the middle of the year, and how do we help him find that? And I think that they realized how to get him there, and then his body didn't hold up last year. And now he knows how to get his body to hold up. And the way people talk about the last four starts and how there was a a bad one, and I think he gave up five against Kansas City or something along that line in his last four starts. He had a 3.08 ERA after being miserable for six starts, 8.07 ERA in those six starts. Uh-huh. The grand slam to Detroit that night. He didn't talk to us after the game. He was so lost for a little while, and I think when you see that and you see how he rebounded and look, if Louis Arise catches that fly ball, that little fly ball, at Yankee Stadium. If CJ Crone scoops the double, uh, double play ball. Jose Barrios is through four, up three nothing, and you know, that changes the complexion of the whole game. When the leadoff guy gets on because of a dropped fly ball, and all of a sudden you're facing the heart of the order and you're facing like Aaron Judge with a guy on, Yankee Stadium's a different Mm -hmm. level. And 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 so I think Barrios was pitching very well. He wasn't getting the swings and misses with his off speed stuff, but it was nasty. He was very good. Yeah. And I think there is way more in there. You know, I don't know that it's Sub three, maybe he jumps up to like three two five, but there's too many innings, there's too many strikeouts per nine going on for him not to get better.
1: I was talking with uh, your friend, our mutual friend, Enosarris, who also covers baseball for the Athletic, baseball and beer for the Athletic. Yes, I found out he has his uh, ranked list of ballparks and their beer offerings, um, and the Athletic right now. Uh, but he said that this was on a twin show, gosh, a couple of weeks ago. He said. Barrios is one of the top flight pitchers when you start to look strip everything away and look at just what's there what's he putting on the table, yeah, which is um his command plus and his stuff number that Eno's adapted sort of from the uh, driveline as I understand it, driveline baseball, sort of an independent baseball research lab, yeah. maybe the best way to put it, and uh yeah anyways Barrios, that his numbers basically confirm what I guess what we're saying here like. Nasty stuff. Yeah. And I guess a little surprising to me, his his command number is so strong. And Basically, what he wants to do with the baseball, he's able to do that better than most even big league pitchers. And that was kind of a surprising insight to me.
0: I, I, I look back at what his – it was August 11th, so he's just starting to struggle. And we noticed it. Like that fastball went away quick. And, and all of a sudden, you're going from number one, uh, game one starter in the yep. postseason to – is he even part of the rotation? Like and when a, when a fastball questions.
1: pitcher loses his fastball, right? Uh, it,
0: and in the game that I was somewhat impressed by, and the Twins lost the Indians in the series finale of that three that four game series where the Indians came in in August and and won three of four, and and they were in a tie at that point. But Barrios, with a ninety two mile an hour fastball, got through six innings, gave up three runs. He is an adaptable pitcher. He knows how to make it work, and he's a smart guy. It is now just putting it all together, and yeah. I think that's, you know, people are like, well, he's he's been around for a couple of years. He's twenty. He's gonna be twenty six. <laughs> yeah, he's twenty five right now. Guys develop. It's still <laughs> there's room there. So sure. I, I think that there is a lot to look for more in that way. He's such a smart guy. He uh, the other part we were talking about the arbitration. Yes. <clears throat> you know there was. Some concern by Twins fans that why were they fighting over like three hundred seventy five thousand dollars? Well, why didn't the Twins just do that? And there was it was very calculated on Barrios and his his agent to go ahead and do it because they wanted to step up the standard for the rest of the league. They basically wanted to become the new. Uh, it had four point three five was the top margin. They were asking for four point four, and even moving that little increment fifty thousand dollars changes so much because then the next guy, who is even better, can ask for 4.6. Sure. And they wanted to get the ball rolling because they think the system's broken. And Jose was very upfront about that. Like, he gave me a, a long quote about it and said... You know, look, the teams have the control, MLB has the control. We want to change this, and that's why we went. And and people were worried about Barrio sitting across from the twins in arbitration and why would you do that? And it ruins the relationship, stuff like that. And he said, I ax I, I asked for it. I wanted that. And mm-hmm. I think that tells me a lot about his motivations to be sort of the best. He's a driven guy. And and it was uh it was really refreshing because that can be a nasty Scenario to sit in arbitration. In fact, I would like to be the arbitrator, like, I would like to go to arbitration against you (laughs) and just be like, all right, so here's where Derek is uh, good and here's where Derek could be better. (laughs) This is his
1: long list of flaws (laughs) and weaknesses. Um, It's interesting. I'm reading his quote here uh, from your piece. It's at the very bottom. Um, It says, like, driving up that standard you're talking about. He says, the only reason we, that's the only reason we went to the hearing. Obviously, they've got the control, MLB and the teams. We didn't do anything wrong. Just go out there and fight for what we need to earn. They won, but that's in the past already, which, by the way, is so Jose Barrios. Yeah. I, I don't picture it being a uh, like a topic, a lingering thing on his mind when he's taking the ball on March 26th or whatever, right. let alone July 6th. I think this is already out of his mind. He's going to make his $4 million bucks. Yeah. Maybe they talk contract this spring, but here he is. If it doesn't happen, he's going to be a happy guy, like, blessed to be playing baseball. If, if he can keep going at this healthy pace,
0: he's going to be a free agent after his age twenty eight season. That's right. That's a pretty good time to be a free agent as Not Garrett bad. Cole can attest Not being bad. a free agent yeah. at twenty nine. He's going to get his hundred million dollar contract and he believes in himself and he knows he's doing the work to do it. He's taking all the things he can control and putting it into it. And I think that gives you some confidence that sure. if you can keep going it this way, you're gonna get paid. He's gonna get a hundred million dollar contract if he stays healthy. That's I mean, Cole got three hundred and 24 million yeah. over nine years. As a 29 year old, Brios, if he stays on this kind of plane, 32 starts a year, 200 innings a year, 190 to 200 strikeouts a year,
1: is going to get paid. Yeah. And and Zach Wheeler, I was going to say Zach Wheeler got rich. Patrick yeah. Corbin got rich the yep. offseason before. Yep. But there's a precedent for that. Kind there of there
0: is. So I can understand why he's ready to move forward. It does him no good to worry about. Uh, arbitration
1: case, yeah. Like we all have that same. Oh, it's just a piddly three hundred ninety-five grand. <laughs> I, you, you mine was like, talking about mine
0: was like mine was like two hundred fifty thousand, so it wasn't <laughs> it was as good. much. So, but you know, it's cool. We we all live and learn, and we move on.
1: That's right. And we shrug it off, and we do great shows, and great columns, and, <laughs> and great stories. In this case, um, I, I want to ask you about his teammates mm-hmm. because Barrios, as much as anybody seems to and by the way if you're just joining us which it's not really how podcasts work but dan hayes from the athletic just wrote a great piece on jose burrios very in-depth in fact as i was scrolling trying to find that quote on arbitration it took me a minute because it's a I long story keep scrolling down i know and uh. scrolling down it's great it's great i love um, you know like long form and deep dives and stuff so i really appreciated this one and my question is more on the the environment around him mm-hmm. now because he seems to be one who hey Wes Johnson's coming in here hey some quote-unquote new ideas which by the way in year 2020 already seem old hat to me yeah but I gotta remember I put myself back in that time and place where like Rocco Baldelli Wes Johnson was a very new thing yeah um for the twins and Jose Brios I would say from my experience leaned into that yeah, and I mean, it wasn't it wasn't reservation. It wasn't with reticence. It was oh, cool. This is how to become a better pitcher, and you can help me here. I'll take this piece. This piece. This doesn't really work for me. Let's talk about it. That kind of thing. Um, how much can it help him? That yeah, he's the youngest guy in the rotation. Um, I mean, I asked that backwards. Yes, he might be the leader of this rotation. Yeah, but he is also the youngest guy and has some great veteran experience surrounding him.
0: Yeah, he does. I mean. Just talked to Jake Odorizzi for like two minutes. You're like, and you're...
1: wow, this guy's a pitching savant. Yeah,
0: exactly. And, and so I know you wrote about it uh, today, about the plate force technology. Yeah. And Odorizzi is one of the reasons it's here. And, and so Barrios talked about it and how he likes what it does for his lower half. What is good is that he knows that there's all this information out there. And he knows he's smart enough to know what he does well and then what he can take in and add to the game. But not change him too much because sure. you don't want to give that stuff up. And I think that when you have that confidence in yourself, that's the great part. Then you can take the little pieces that Michael Pineda tells you. You can take the stuff that Jake Odorizzi works with you, um, and and Wes Johnson, and <laughs> add those yeah. pieces in, and yet not have it detract from the whole um, the whole program, I guess. Sure. And and just. You know that's that's the smart the sign of a smart veteran, and I think he has gotten there to that point where he can build and develop and and keep going, with still remembering what got him here in the first place. Yeah. And that's a very big key. I talked to Tori Hunter about that the other day about Royce Lewis, and yeah, discarding what doesn't work is one of the hardest things when you get thirty pieces. Um, you know, I'm sure that Mackie and Judd are like Derek.
1: You now maybe do
0: this a little different, and maybe th- you <laughs> this don't the do this, kid. Yeah, exactly. And and like then you get me being like, hey Derek, you know maybe uh, change this about the show. You hear like 30 <laughs> things. that are like maybe change this about the show, and then you're like, oh wait, no, I got to do this, and this is what
1: got me here. Yeah, well, that's Beret, right. Exactly. It's what got me into that four hundred thousand dollar conversation. <laughs> exactly. But <laughs> no, I, I,
0: it's it's something that Tori was really. Um, saying it took him four or five years to remember that he is the player because all this advice comes in, and the people that give you that advice, they still have jobs. If I suck at my job and I'm not a good player anymore, I don't have a job anymore. I'm sitting at home, and they still have a job. So it's a key thing to learn. I think Burrios has done a really good job because he needed that last year with the recovery and the deep tissue, like just – it unlocked stuff for him that he didn't know how to get to. He had no answers in August, yeah. and you could tell. He was oh, exasperated. Yeah. I mean, it was it was on his face every time he had to talk to us, and he's I felt not,
1: bad. He's not the kind of guy that would, in general, storm out after a start yep. rather than talk to the media. He is one of the most, like, amiable guys that I've oh, dealt yeah. with in the past five years. Yeah. Uh, so – kind of out of character for him and i think that explains what you're talking about like absolutely the frustration.
0: It, it was definitely there and and he adjusted and that's a good thing for them
1: so i've got two sort of quick hitter questions for you to leave um and thank you so much for joining us um uh, this is this is a fun conversation and it's a fun story if you've liked any part of this chat go check it out theathleticmn.com um wait theathletic.com did i get the url right Athletic.com is all I know. Okay. I know and then just click on MLB and Twins.
0: I think it is MN, but, what you know.
1: It's it's just on my presets now, so yeah. click on it. Um, take the first one as long as you want. The second one's got to be a quick hitter. Okay. I've asked a number of people this just because it's a fun way into the conversation. By by no means am I trying to fast forward through the next seven months, but who starts Game 3 of the ALDS for the Minnesota Twins?
0: Uh, Jake Odorizzi because Rich Hill starts Game 2. Okay. Although, although that's total wild card. Love it. Rich Hill has to come back and make some serious progress. Seems like it's going well so far, but he is forty. Sure. Uh, but I think he gets game two if there is a there in the postseason. If wow. Well, I think they're gonna get there. Maybe. But I mean, come on, anything can happen. You know. You. It's 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 baseball. Sure.
1: And well, if there's a wild card game thrown in there, then. Right. Giddy up. Now we've got yeah. some things to talk about. Yeah. Um, okay, the last one for you then, and I love that answer, by the way, because I think it, it it gives us an avenue. We could have started a show with that, and now, whoa, we're off to the races talking about <laughs> Rich Hill. Yep. Uh, super fun. Um, Movie recommendation, sir. You're the one that gives me the most crap out of anybody of all time. And I know. I've never seen someone so – I don't know if proud is the right word, but like happy – Uh, that I had seen The Big Lebowski this offseason.
0: That was fantastic. You were relieved, legitimately. I mean, it feels dirty to say Shawshank. Have you seen Shawshank? I have seen Shawshank. Okay, Okay. I was going to say, it's dirty. That's such an easy one. Um, Man, wow. This is a lot of pressure on the spot, because we talk about a zillion different movies, and I'll go with this one. The Other Guys. It's Will Ferrell and Mark Wahlberg uh, and Michael Keaton, and Michael Keaton steals the show it's a 2009 movie it's a comedy uh it's will ferrell had a couple of not so great movies in between at that point and then this came along okay and it's amazing so yes the other guys it took a second there to kick in movie brain that'll
1: play uh but yeah that'll play there you go dan hayes thank you so much for your time
0: yeah thanks for having me on Planning to buy a new boat this year? Glenn Perkins here for my friends at Nelson Marine. The Nelson Marine difference is about customer service and a knowledgeable team of sales and service pros. Two large showrooms filled with an impressive inventory of the best brands in the business. London Crestliner fishing boats, South Bay pontoons powered by Yamaha, Suzuki, Mercury, and Evinrude. Nelson Marine has been creating happy customers for 75 years. Visit their showroom on Highway 61 in White Bear Lake online at nelsonmarine.biz. Hey, Score listeners, it's Phil Mackey here for Federated Mutual Insurance Company, which is here to give business owners that peace of mind that you need when you've built a company with your blood, your sweat, your tears, maybe not your blood, but whatever. Like, you built a company, and you want your insurance team to be ready with a game plan that helps you recover, if needed, recover smoothly so you can get on with running your business. Federated has a century of experience in helping business owners. You can find out more about the industries Federated Protects at their website, federatedinsurance.com. And remember, Federated Insurance, it's their business to protect yours.